Do you trust in God? Do you really, really trust in God? It's a pretty important question. And I know that my faith, which equals trust, has been wavered a lot this year. Especially during my times of depression, desolation, aridity, my dryness in prayer, when I felt so weighed down physically, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, I was exhausted. God, what's happening? Why am I feeling this way? And I know (laughs) the spiritual journey. I know that there are peaks and valleys. I know that there's consolation and desolation. I know that you just pray through it, but it was different. It was serious. And then I look at the state of the world and what's going on with the elections and how families are being torn apart, how families are suffering with job loss and financial issues and what's happened with all of the riots and some of the cities and people have moved. And I just say, Lord, Lord, please, I know your timing is perfect. And I know that there's a reason for this, but can you hurry up? (laughs) And some of you who are listening to this might also be fueling that fire by watching end time stuff, listening to visionaries, and not working on your very own relationship with God. And that, my friends, is the trust factor. You can allow fake news, other news, social news, news from people that you trust, and you can also allow visionaries who you may or may not know are truly having these visions or not, impact your emotions, your state of being, and how you are reacting to the world around you. Or you can deepen your own relationship with God and trust in him and know that he has the plan. It is a fight for good and evil right now. There's zero question about that in my mind. But I believe that it will, it has to end very soon. I think we have a few more weeks. I think this is a great opportunity in Advent for everybody to pick up some sort of sacrifice, fasting, preparing for the victory of good over evil, of God winning, and for a beautiful Christmas that we will have together. Because truth will set us free. The truth of what's going on in the world, I believe, will be shed. Light, light will be shed upon the lies and the deception and the destruction that we've been put under. Can't get into all of it, but just know that there's a trust factor that we need to call on every day. Lord, please Give me more faith. I took this to confession. I said to the priest, look, I'm, (laughs) 
I'm struggling right now in my faith, in my prayer life. I'm spiritually slothful. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I'm so dry and I'm questioning what God is doing. And the priest was so beautiful. He responded and said, you know, the apostles felt that way. And every disciple that went out to share this brand new miracle of Jesus as our Savior and the Messiah, do you think that they weren't talking to a bunch of people who were ridiculing them, killing them, not believing them, mocking them? They had to pray all the time, Lord, give me more faith. So that, my dear friends, is what I ask everyone to pray every single day. If that is your Advent prayer, great. Also, pray for the people who are fighting for good. They need our prayers. Lord, give me more faith so that we can let go and let God do his thing. We may be seeing the truth out there. We may know it, but our own family members, our neighbors, our friends, the people that we work with, may not be seeing it. So maybe that's why God is taking his slow time here so that other people can wake up slowly and truly see what is happening in the world and wake up to the fact that it is evil. I'm so blessed and I thank him all the time for enlightening me to the truth of what's going on and also for being there with me when I felt so isolated and depressed and desolate and pulling me through in a way that I never would have imagined. I can't get... I can't give credit to the juicing. I can't, but I guess I can. I don't know, but that was the flip of the switch. And it wasn't a dimmer switch. It was like flipped on. I was in one day of juicing and everything changed. My, my lightness came back. I was filled with energy and joy. I was diving back into prayer I was loving mass. I've been going to confession like every three days. No, I'm not doing these sins, but my venial sins or little sins in terms of questioning God, I'm taking to confession. I don't want to question him. I want to trust him fully and never let my peace be rocked. And no, that I'm his chosen daughter and know that he will take care of me and know that he will take care of all the good people. We've suffered so much and it's light and dark. It's clear as day and night now. And I know it can't go on for that much longer. I feel it deep, deep, deep in my heart. So I'm just asking all of you to have faith, trust, disconnect from anything that stirs up the fear and the worry and the anxiety and questions your faith in God. 
and begin to work on your own relationship with him. We are called to have supernatural, mystical relationships with God. We are called to hear his voice uniquely in our lives and know what his will is. And the only way we're going to do that is, is if we spend time with him and if we call out to him and if we pay attention to what is happening in our mind, body, our soul, our spirit when we are in prayer. The readings today should bring so much love and joy in your heart. I'm going to read them briefly. Bleh. Isaiah verse, or chapter 25, verse 6 through 10. On this mountain, the Lord of hosts will provide for all peoples a feast of rich food and choice wines, juicy, rich food and pure choice wines. Mm, can't wait for that. <laughs> the wine part, at least. On this mountain, he will destroy the veil that veils all peoples, the web that is woven over all nations. He will destroy death forever. The Lord God will wipe away tears from all faces. The reproach of his people will remove from the whole earth, for the Lord has spoken. On that day it will be said, Behold our God, to whom we looked to save us. This is the Lord for whom we looked. Let us rejoice and be glad that he has saved us. For the hand of the Lord will rest on this mountain. So when you think about this reading, he's going to unveil the veil that veils all peoples. Lots of veils there. He's going to take it off. He's going to remove it. He's going to open the eyes of the people who are blind to what has been happening and the evil that has been pressing us down, oppressing us, and making us slaves. He is going to ruin the web that is woven over all nations. And let's look at all nations as nations in a physical sense, but nations as all peoples. There's an evil web that is spread across the entire globe. You're seeing it. You're seeing what's happening with the Great Reset. You see what other countries are doing. There is evil at the elite statuses of those in government and entertainment and corporations. It's vast. It's in the Vatican. It's vast, my friends, and it's deep. So it does take some time to pull the veil off and to destroy the web that's holding us all down. And hey, guess what? It's God. <laughs> it's God. The Alleluia. Behold, the Lord comes to save his people. Blessed are those prepared to meet him. That's what this is all about. God will be known. You can see people speaking about God clearly out there saying, I will never renounce my faith, no matter what you do. Jenna Ellis, Trump, all of the people that are, let's see, Flynn. I mean, I could go on and on who are stating God as their director, their savior, their leader, and that they'll never renounce it. And God, please help us. 
Lynn Wood. I mean, it goes on and on. Sidney Powell, everything is a God, God, God. So yeah, we keep our faith and we keep prepared and ready to meet him. We're good to go. So make sure that if you need to go to confession, you get your tail there. Okay, let's read the gospel because, hey, guess what? God can do miracles. Matthew chapter 15, verse 29 through 37. At that time, Jesus walked by the Sea of Galilee, went up on the mountain and sat there. Great crowds came to him, having with them the lame, the blind, the deformed, the mute, and many others. They placed them at his feet, and he cured them. The crowds were amazed when they saw the mute speaking, the deformed made whole, the lame walking, and the blind able to see, and they glorified the God of Israel. Jesus summoned his disciples and said, My heart is moved with pity for the crowd, for they've been with me now for three days and have nothing to eat. I do not want to send them away hungry, for fear that they may collapse on the way. The disciples said to him, Where could we ever get enough bread in this deserted place to satisfy such a crowd? Jesus said to them, How many loaves do you have? Seven, they replied, and a few fish. He ordered the crowd to sit down on the ground. Then he took the seven loaves and the fish, gave thanks, broke the loaves, and gave them to the disciples, who in turn gave them to the crowds. They all ate and were satisfied. They picked up the fragments from the leftover seven baskets full. If you don't think God's got this, we've got another thing coming. God's got control. God's wakening up all of the people who are asleep. They need to see this. They can't read it. They can't hear it from the news. They have to see it and feel it. And he can do miracles in our lives. So if we are filled with fear, our faith is wavering, we're panicking, do not let that override your peace. Let nothing take your peace. Deliver those spirits out right now in the name of Jesus Christ. I bind the spirit of fear, anxiety, worry, anxiousness, anger, frustration, and I command you to go to the foot of the Holy Cross for Jesus Christ to pour his precious blood on you and to receive your sentence, never to come back here again. And then say, Holy Father, in the name of your son, Jesus, please fill me with your peace, your calmness, your faith, your humility, your trust, your love, your kindness, your patience, so that I can be your witness to the world. God can heal anything. He can bring people back from the dead. He can heal the blind, give the hearing their hear their their ears. <laughs> Sorry. He can do it all. He can take care of what's going on in this world. And oh, by the way, he is in control. Because he only allows evil to do so much. And good is winning. You just can't quite see it in some places. Okay, this has been a long one, but I know there are so many of you out there who are struggling with faith, 
who are struggling to just be and allow God to do his work. So what I ask for you to do today is find some time to sit with God, ask him to give you more faith, ask for specific things that you are struggling with. Lord, please help me with my fear. Please help me with my finances. Please help me with my job. Please help me with my family. And if you can, I know not a lot of you are able to go to churches or mass or confession, but spend some time just telling him you're sorry for your lack of tra- your your lack of faith, your lack of trust, your lacks, right, which you've been falling down on. And stop being wound up by news and visionaries and end time stuff and just live in the presence today with God and start deepening your own relationship with him so you know the truth. If you don't have that, how do you know what the truth is? How do you know that this visionary knows what they're talking about? How do you know that they're being led by a good spirit? Because someone that you like sent it to you? You got to pray over this stuff, people. This is some serious stuff. So I'm asking you all to take a deep breath and dive in with God. Alrighty, everyone. Sorry so long. I love you all. Have a beautiful, blessed, in the present day with God. And ask for more faith. Talk to you soon. Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power, and hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear shame and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today.